Today we hear from one of San Francisco's most respected black activists. The Reverend Dr. Amos Brown is the longtime pastor of Third Baptist Church. He also leads the city's chapter of the NAACP. As Reverend Brown sees it, the tech boom has basically left black San Franciscans behind. It's principally going on at the expense of black people and the marginalized, as it was even in in the gold rush days. Blacks were excluded from the boom. Are there any benefits that you see for the people in the organization and the congregation that you serve? No, there's no benefits from it. Zero. Zero. And the black population has dropped from about 17 percent, now down to about 4.9 percent. There are not enough blacks left in this town to even fill up Candlestick Park. Why did that happen to one group? Why is it other groups are holding their own or they're going up? What's odd about black people? That we can have the same equal opportunities as everyone else to fail and to succeed. And unfortunately, though we would like to believe that we're all right, that we're all inclusive city, but when it comes to the issue of race and equal opportunity for black folk, we still have the worst experience and the quality of life for blacks is abysmal in this town. What about solutions? What kind of specific policy solutions, if any, do you think would help people keep their homes in the face of all this change, to to try to do something about the displacement? What could we do? I think, first of all, there needs to be some reparations. And I use that word without being apologetic. That's a touchy word. Well, it should not be. Once you have taken something away from a people... Once you have kept people enslaved for nearly 300 years, once you have had a public policy of separate but equal, all of that public policy does impact the quality of life today. Tennyson says in Ulysses, I am a part of all that I have met. What have the meetings been for black folks in this country? Lynchings, forced labor without any pay, for nearly 300 years, separate but equal schools. And you mean to tell me that you feel that we don't deserve anything when you can give reparations to the Japanese for what were done to them when they were in concentration camps here in this Northern California region? We gave them reparations. So you think the city has to make some legacy decisions about redressing what's affected African-Americans. What might that look like? Give me an example. Are we just talking about, like, putting a check in people's hands, or is it more than that? No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the, a collective effort made to empower a people. We've talked a lot about, and it's no secret, you know it, I know it, the flight of black people away from San Francisco to other parts of the Bay Area or even to other regions. And it's noticeable in the closure of institutions like Marcus Books and Western Edition, or even just the changing complexion of neighborhoods that have been historically black. But because the city is not majority black and never really has been, I imagine that can feel like a really remote problem. For non-black people, what difference does it make if blacks are leaving San Francisco? How does it affect them? Sameness is uh, sad. Diversity, the rainbow, brings quality to the human existence. In music, you have octaves made up of different notes. Dr. King once said he had the dream 
that everybody from base black to trouble white would be significant on the Constitution's keyboard. But instead of that dream being fulfilled, instead of us having harmony, there's been dissonance and noise because we do not respect everybody's uniqueness and everybody's culture. Be they gay or straight, black, brown, yellow, red, or white, we ought to have respect for the worth and dignity of all human life. That was Third Baptist Church Pastor Amos Brown, the San Francisco chapter president of the NAACP.